Welcome to a Biblical Perspective Podcast, where God's point of view matters. I'm your host, Prophet C.T. Johnson. This podcast is designed to expand you beyond the mind's cultural and theological limitations about the Bible and what it teaches. Prepare for the challenge of becoming a critical thinker, analyzing life from God's perspective. Boldly and unapologetically, I'll address the ills and issues of our day using scripture as the frame of reference. Get ready to empower your thinking and change your life. Now, let's hear what God has to say. Greetings. Welcome to another episode of a Biblical Perspective podcast, the podcast designed to expand you beyond the mind's cultural and theological limitations about the Bible and what it teaches. I'm your host, Prophet C.T. Johnson. What joy it is to have this opportunity to empower your thinking and change your life from God's perspective. Today, we're going to address part two of the subject Regarding Halloween, the facts about Halloween. Last episode, we initiated it. Time expired. And so we're back for part two to conclude this subject matter in regards to the satanic day, the satanic demonic holiday. What's God's issue with Halloween? Does God have an issue with Halloween? If you were with us On part one, you know he does, and we're going to conclude this teaching as it pertains to the facts of Halloween, letting you know what God's issue with it is. But before we dive into today's episode, the conclusion, I want to encourage you to go to my website, ctjohnson.org, and request to receive your free monthly empowering thought e-letter. Do it right now. Don't delay, don't dawdle, because you'll forget. Go to the website, ctjohnson.org, request to receive your free monthly empowering thought e-letter. The e-letters will provoke you to expand your thinking beyond life's limitations. So go sign up today. Do it right now. I also want you to download for free the Charisma Plus app and subscribe to the magazine all from my website, ctjohnson.org. Click the CPN affiliate tab. Doing this supports and enables a biblical perspective podcast to continue empowering lives all around the world. Now prepare to think critically as we address today's subject matter of Halloween, the facts about Halloween part two. I want you to write down. That's right. Two empowering points that stood out to you about today's teaching, about today's episode. And I want you to email me those two empowering points, a minimum of two. You can indeed share more, but I want you to email me a minimum of two empowering points. Those revelations that stood out to you, those things that the Holy Spirit illuminated to you while you listen to today's episode. So email me at admin, A-D-M-I-N, at ctjohnson.org or post it in a Biblical Perspective podcast group on Facebook. I will personally respond and dialogue with you 
there either from our Facebook group or in email form. Now, let's go get ready. Put on your critical thinking cap as we go into part two of this teaching, the facts about Halloween. What is God's issue? Let's conclude it now. The Eve, which is October 31st, was known as All Hallows Evening. Now, y'all stick with me. Now, I'm just going to throw this out. Listen, and you will see how the church, and when I say the church here, in this instance, dealing with Halloween, I'm talking about the Catholic church. If you do your research, I'm not telling you nothing uh, that cannot be fact-checked. So I'm not making a, a stab at the Catholic church. I'm telling you what history informs us of. The Catholic church opened the door to the embracing and the intermingling of Christian principles with this pagan practice. All Saints Day, a celebration and remembrance of saints and martyred saints, it had been celebrated in various ways in many places around the world. Listen to this. It is generally agreed in church history, Halloween took, and I'm reading slow on purpose. I don't read slow like this in real life. <laughs> Halloween took the place of a special day celebrated by the ancient Druids who were the learned or priestly class of the Celtic religion. Now, let me read that again, because this is significant. It's generally agreed that in church history, Halloween took the place, the name Halloween. So, and this is what I said to that dear heart who made the comment as it pertains to God doesn't take issue with Halloween and that I needed to do my research as it pertains to Halloween because it's an innocuous day. It's harmless. No, it's not. Those pagan polytheistic practices were already in practice. The Catholic Church, by and or through the permission of their leader, Pope Gregory the Fourth, in 835 A.D., he he intermingled. So Halloween, they, the name was replaced as it pertains. Halloween took the place of a day or of the day that was already a day celebrated, a special day celebrated by ancient Druids. I hope y'all caught that ancient Druid. All right. Druid implies, if, if you're taking notes, Druid implies a priest of the occult, the priest of the oak cult. Look that up. O-A-K hyphen C-U-L-T. Oak cult, occult. Druid implies priest of the occult. And again, Halloween 
was a day of celebration to deities that originated, I'm teaching real good, with the Druids who were the priestly class of the Celtic religion. Are y'all following me? Y'all talk back to me here, those who can and those whose comments I can see. Bless our God. All right. The Celtic people lived in northern France and the British Isles. Listen, they engage. What am I dealing? I'm dealing with the origin of Halloween, dealing with the origin of Halloween, reading excerpts out of the facts on Halloween by John Ankerberg and John Weldon. These are my references along with the Bible. Well, how's the Bible tied and connected to this? I gave you the scriptures, how the Bible, and we're going to give more scripture as we progress. Matter of fact, let me put the scripture up, the scriptures up, our reference scriptures, because I don't want anyone to say that I was just given a history lesson. Right there, showing on the screen, Proverbs 4 and 7. Wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom. Let's not get what you want to believe. Let's get wisdom and not earthly wisdom, not institutional wisdom, not secular wisdom. Let's get God's wisdom because God's wisdom supersedes all of the previous uh, uh, wisdoms, the previous wisdoms that I've that, that, that I forestated. God's wisdom precedes it. And all by getting, get an understanding. Deuteronomy 18, 9 through 14. I actually read that a few moments ago. I say a few moments, but about 10, 15 moments ago. 1 Corinthians 10, 20 through 21. Those of you who need some New Testament. <laughs> all right. So those are the scriptures. Now, let me go further. These Celtic People lived in northern France and the British Isles. They engaged in occult arts, worshipped nature, and gave it supernatural and animistic qualities. Animal, animistic qualities. All right? Did you catch that? Let me make sure that I'm uh, not misspeaking. Let me make sure that I'm not misspeaking. Animistic, a doctrine that, that the vital principle of organic development is immaterial spirit. Ana, ana, I'm getting tongue-tied. Animism. Animism is the root word to uh, animistic. Animism, belief in the existence of spirits separable from the bodies. I said animals, and that was wrong. So I just wanted to make sure that, uh, that, that, that I was right. In my mind, I was thinking that I was not right in saying animalistic because it's not animalistic qualities. They engage Celtics. Hopefully, y'all still with me. The Celtics engage Celtics. The Druids, the Druids were known 
to be the high priestly class of the Celtic religion, okay? So Druid and Celtic, those words can be used interchangeably. But they worshiped, they engaged in occult arts. They worshiped nature, okay? They worshiped nature and gave it supernatural animistic qualities. Now, let's get into some of these gods because this, you have to, that's why the Bible says that uh, you can't be a jack leg teaching the scriptures. You can't be a jack leg addressing subjects that you are a novice in. And I want you to know, I haven't, I, I just didn't start teaching on Halloween this year. I've been teaching on Halloween specifically since 2005. When I pastored my first church, I've been teaching on it and have continued to learn and educate myself on it. But it was always something in my spirit that did not agree with me as a Christian and Christians participating in this day. Now, let's get into some of these gods. So as I was getting ready to say, then I went down a, a, a brief rabbit trail, but um, you have to have God's anointing. You have to be able to rightly divide. You have to have knowledge and experience as it pertains to doing your research and your homework to discuss these subjects without embellishment and without inflicting and or injecting your bias and or your personal opinion. I'm giving you fact and I'm giving you Bible. I'm telling you, teaching you, enlightening you as it pertains to the origin of this holiday that so many Christians feel is again innocuous and it is not. And the scripture addresses it because all that Halloween is and all that Halloween represents the Bible talks to us about it and tells us to abstain, tells us to reject it, tells us not to be in an environment whereby these types of practices are going on because it is satanic. It has nothing to do with God, the true and living God, the God of the Bible. Let me say it that way has nothing to do with the God of the Bible. It has to do with a pantheon of gods, plethora of gods, but it has nothing to do with the God of the Bible. And if you are worshiping the God of the Bible, your allegiance is to be to the God of the Bible and not to any other gods. The thing that distinguishes Christianity from all other faiths and religions is that for the most part, they are polytheistic. We're not. Because our God defeated all of the of, of, of all the other deities and all of the other gods on the cross. He defeated the Bible says Jesus made an open display of them. I can't get no help tonight. Let's deal with these gods. The Celts, the Celtics, the Celts worshiped the sun god, which is Bellinus. 
especially on Beltane, which is May 1st, Beltane. Let me, let, let me help some of y'all. If you do your research, the days of the week, the months of the year, they are all named after idol gods. They are named after deities. See? Just let that sit. Let that sink. Beltane, May 1st, named after Belinus, which is the sun god. And they worshiped another god, apparently the lord of death or the lord of the dead, on Sohan or Samhan, which is October 31st. I told you to make a mental note of Sohan or Samhan. So let me help pull this together for some of you that might be aloof and lost out there. The Celtics worshiped Bellinus, the sun god, as well as the Lord of the death, the Lord of death and or the Lord of the dead. And they worshiped, they offered worship they gave sacrifice. They went through religious practices. They went through machinations. They went through uh, 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 incantations and uh, spells and all of that on October 31st. That's when they would worship. October 31st. Beltane fire of Baal was the time of the summer festival while Samhan was the time of the winter festival. Hopefully y'all are connecting these. We are in fall, but fall leads into what? The winter. All right. But uh, uh, the summer festival, we are in uh, summer festival. I almost said fall, but uh, summer festival. Beltane, the fire, Beltane, fire of Baal, was the time of the summer festival, while Samhan was the time of the winter festival. Uh, when does, let me check something. Let me check something. Holy Ghost just. All right. What time is it? All right. I'm, oh, I, oh, I still got some time here. I got some time here. All right. So Beltane was the time of the summer festival while Samhan was the time of the winter festival. Human sacrifice was offered at both festivals. So October 31st, in its origin, and catch this, let me help you. Well, this is 2021, Prophet. They're not doing that now. You might not be sacrificing humans on December 31st. But those who are yet true to the authority authenticity and true to the authentic practices of Halloween, they yet around 
the world, yet sacrifice to this degree. Let that sink. That's for some of you folk that want to be deep and want to say again that, well, I'm not doing that. I'm not practice. I'm not sacrificing a human. No, but you are yet, even though you're not literally sacrificing a human and offering it up to Beltane, the god of fire or fire of Baal, you are yet worshiping him by your participation in the 21st century commercialized version of Halloween. You are still as guilty of satanic worship as those that are remaining true and remain true to the authentic practices of this satanic high day. Again, the founder of the Church of Satan himself, he said that just by dressing up, that's one of the ways, to that brother who asked the question on Periscope, that's one of the ways that you are worshiping Satan. Because you're participating in what his people did to provoke the dead spirits or even to, to, to war off the spirits of the dead that they believed to populate the earth during this day. And the dressing up actually derived from, let me say it this way, the dressing up originally started with putting on animal carcasses. And then it was um, updated over the centuries to the little cute costumes, but it originated with those whom believed in what this day teaches as it pertains to the spirits of the dead populating the earth and, and, and visiting former relatives and people and, and tormenting them in order for you to hide yourself from being a possible victim of the torment of these dead spirits, you dressed up in animal carcass, carcasses. Huh? And so even though you're not doing literally what they did, you have, you're, you're functioning in the spirit of what they're doing and what they did. I done lost all my church members on Facebook. Almost all. <laughs> let me sip while y'all let that sit. So even though this is 21st century and over here in the Western world, for the most part, then they're not celebrating how the, how, 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 
they're not celebrating equivalent to those who yet uphold the authenticity of the day. But you are yet worshiping Satan because you're connected to what he birthed. So you can't say, well, because I'm not putting my child on the altar, literally, you're putting your child on the altar by letting your child go out trick-or-treating. You're putting your child on the altar that's offered to say, I'm teaching here, y'all, truth, ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. You are sacrificing, you are putting your child, your children, your life, your marriage, you grown folk, husband and wife, out here dressed up with little Johnny. Y'all in costume is big and burly. <laughs> Y'all out here dressed up like Lucy and Desi, freaking frack, dumb and dumber. <laughs> oh, Lord, I tickled myself. Glory to God. You're out here dressing up, not knowing that, you're, that subconsciously you are dedicating your life to the devil and you wonder and, 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 and you wonder why in years to come, things shift, things go awry seemingly. You wonder why seemingly the devil just came in overnight. No, he didn't come in overnight. You gave him permission 10 years ago. And he is now manifesting the, the, the totality and or the fullness of what he planted then. And you think that he just came in illegally. No, he didn't come in illegally. You gave permission because you were worshiping him. You dedicated your life to him. Therefore, he has the right to do what he wants to do concerning your life because you dedicated your life to him by your participation. You've got, and I'll give you some, some, some stats as it pertains to the billions of dollars that people spend on Halloween. So not only are you sacrificing your child, sacrificing your life, but now you're sacrificing your, you're, you're sacrificing your economy. You're now, y'all don't like that because you're putting your money into a day that is offered to Satan. You're putting your money, you're investing in Satan's agenda. You're investing, you're giving your finances, you're giving your economy. You're literally investing in Satan's treasury when you buy the costumes. And you have people that spend hundreds of dollars on costumes. You have people that spend thousands of dollars as it pertains to putting on a Halloween party. I'm teaching. Lord knows I know I am. All right, I'm getting ready to find a stopping point. Let me go back to reading some excerpts. Human sacrifice was offered at both festivals. According to Julius Caesar, in his commentaries and other sources, the Celts believed they were descended 
from the god Deus, a tradition handed down from the Druids, from the god Dis, I'm sorry, D-I-S, from the god Dis, a tradition handed down from the Druids. Dis was the Roman name of the god of the dead. I hope y'all are seeing the connection with death and Halloween. As I walk my neighborhood, many homes in our neighborhood are decked with satanic decorations, as I call them. Now, you, if you're in your right mind, you would not go down to the morgue and take a body, take a corpse, and put it on your porch. If you walk by someone's porch and you see a literal corpse, a dead body on their porch, you're going to do one of two things. One, you're going to run (laughs) or you're going to call the police. You're going to call the authorities and you're going to report that there's a dead body because there's something that's alarming about having a dead body just laying around. But yet, we don't see any issue. We don't see anything wrong. We don't have issue with having a dummy dressed up in clothes, uh, uh, blood everywhere. We don't see a problem with taking a dummy and making it appear to be a corpse that was murdered sitting up on your front porch. Everything about Halloween, if I have any scribes on my social media live, type in for me, Periscope, Facebook, YouTube, type in for me, everything about Halloween breeds death. Everything, hashtag everything about Halloween equals death. Everything about Halloween speaks to death, everything about it. Why are you so proudly uplifting that which at its core signifies death? I don't think there's nobody that would say, if I asked the question, do you want to die tonight, would say yes. Death is something that many people don't even believe in. Uh, 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 as, as far as, you know, when, when life leaves your body, when uh, the cessation of life ceases, uh, that that's it that you're gone. Uh, Many people are afraid of death. Many people uh, don't even want to speak about death. Many people don't don't, don't even want to have a conversation about death. They don't like to talk about death as from a practical, and when I say practical, I'm talking about as it pertains to planning for it because it's appointed unto man once to die. All of us going to die. But there are many people that don't even like to talk about death. You don't want to talk about uh, how your family is going to 
continue, survive after you die. You don't want to talk about life insurance. You don't want to talk about uh, 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 the plans of your, of, of your funeral service, but you, you don't want to talk about it from an intelligence standpoint, but yet you are going to put death all over your house and put death all in your front yard for display. You're going to put death all on your porch. That's stupid. Yep. I said it. Bless you, Dr. Hobson. Doing the best that I can. That's just stupid. You don't want to talk about death from an intellectual intelligence standpoint as far as making sure that your family is taken care of when you die, making sure that uh, you have eliminated all bills or as much bills as, as you possibly can so that your family won't have to deal with you dying as far as grieving and then also concerned about how they're going to continue to live. You don't want to talk about that. You You, you don't want to talk about having life insurance, you don't want to talk about death from a intellectual, intelligent, practical standpoint, but yet you celebrate death in great measure on October 31st, and you call yourself a Christian? Mm-hmm. All right, I'm closing. Again, this was the Roman name for the God of the dead. Nothing about Halloween, nothing about Halloween represents life, nothing. And the Bible says that the God of the Bible is a God of life. He's so much the God of life. When he died, he resurrected himself. Y'all, God, I can't get, I can't get witness. I can't get witness. The God of the Bible is a God of life. For he in him was light, and the light was the life of men. Huh? Celebrating everything that bell uh, that 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 disrepresents, which is death. All right, let me give you my last uh, quote. What time is it? Sam Hahn, as the specific name of the Lord of Death is uncertain. Listen to this, but it is possible that the Lord of Death was the chief Druid deity. The Celts and the Druid, the Celts and their Druid priests began their new year on November 1st which marked the beginning of winter. They apparently believed, listen, that on October 31st, which would be their New Year's Eve, and the last day of the old year, the Lord of Death gathered the souls of the evil dead. Now just let that sink in. Y'all let that sit while I sip. Y'all know the routine. Y'all didn't catch that. Evil dead. Not those that died in the Lord, not those that 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 died having lived a righteous life, a, a, a moral life, 
being an upstanding citizen. No, the evil dead. These people did evil things, murderers, rapists, pedophiles. Hmm? They believed that on October 31st, the Lord of the dead or the Lord of death gathered the souls of the evil dead who had been condemned to enter the bodies of animals. The souls of the good dead, I'm not going to leave them out, but I wanted you, I wanted that to sink in, the evil dead. I just didn't want to ride past that. The souls of the good dead were reincarnated as humans. Did y'all catch that? Now, the evil dead came back as animals, but the good dead, they came back as other humans. The Druids, all of this is Druid practice, Celtic practice, pagan practices in which Halloween derives from. The souls, uh, the Druids also believe that the punishment of the evil dead could be lightened by sacrifices, prayers, and gifts to the Lord of death. See, Halloween is more than just dressing up in innocent costume as innocent costume characters and passing out candy. That's the devil's 21st century version because he knows that this 21st century church is not going, they're not going to take time to study. They're too lazy to, to put in the homework, to put in the legwork, to peel back the, the onion, as it were, to peel back the layers to see if what he's presenting is really what he is implying that it is as it pertains to this day being innocuous, harmless. No, it's not harmless. And that's why those who know uh, uh, those devils, those demon spirits that know the truth of their origin, they sit back and they are with great anticipation, waiting to manifest in totality the agenda of their leader. Because the Bible says that Satan's kingdom is not divided. It has a hierarchy, principalities, despotisms, all right? And so they're, 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 they're waiting on the the red light, green light, rather, they're waiting on the opportunity, not opportunity, but they're waiting until they receive the, the command that now is time. And while they're waiting, they're sitting back laughing because they are rejoicing in the fact that many Christians are embracing a day whereby the host of hell in a collaborative effort bombard families, bombard homes, bombard environments and, 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 and destroy and kill and steal. But the demons of hell are rejoicing 
because we are oblivious to the reality, the spiritual reality of what's going on. Because we are deceived in believing that this day, Halloween, is harmless. Whereby pastors, and I don't even want to call you that, religious leaders, Christian leaders, bishops, and apostles, you are surely not an apostle of the Lord Jesus Christ. Surely not a bishop in Jesus' church. You might be a bishop in your organization, in your reformation. But you got church leaders, pastors, some I know of, some that may have perused my life. You're preparing right now (laughs) for October 31st. Calling it Hallelujah Night. You might as well call it what it is, Halloween. You, and let me say this, because there was a pastor that my brother sent me something. My brother in love sent me something the other day. and asked my thoughts. There was a, a, a pastor on Facebook. I don't know who the person is. I don't know the person. Uh, and he was he was advertising their harvest festival, their Hallelujah Night. And then in his post, he said, "We don't celebrate Halloween." Shut up. The very fact that you had to say that means that you do because you feel guilty down, deep down, you feel guilty about your participation, but you are more concerned about pleasing the people versus pleasing God. You want to make sure that the people are happy and you don't want to deal with opposition from the people and you don't want to have to deal with them asking you, well, why can't the children dress up as Abraham? Why can't we come to the church? What's wrong with it? Because you haven't done your your homework whereby you aren't able to articulate the truth behind it. And so you're more concerned about pleasing the people than pleasing God. And you don't want your membership to dwindle because you know that secular Christians, and that's oxymoronic, sex, secular Christians want to hold on to Jesus and simultaneously hold on to as much of the world as they want and will use anything to validate their participation and what the scripture speaks against. I don't care if you agree with me or not. I really don't give a flying hoot nanny because the Bible is right and somebody's wrong. And this pastor said that we don't celebrate Halloween. If your Hallelujah Night, if your Harvest Festival is on October 31st, you are celebrating Halloween, Pastor. You are in denial. If you at your church, if you're having trunk or treat, and see, we think that God is stupid. <laughs> we, we, we exchange the word trick because of the negative connotation with the word trick. So now we got trunk or treat. If you got, if you're trunk and treating, if you're bobbing for Bibles, <laughs> Lord help me tonight, versus bobbing for apples, because you know Christians want to put a Christian spin on it. And that's what got us in this mess in the first place, because the Catholic Church Ming- mixed Christian tradition with pagan practices. Uh Uh-huh. 
So let me help you, Pastor. You are in denial. You might as well just say, we here at First Corinthians Baptist, we here at, at, at Life Ministries, we celebrate Halloween. We just spiritualized it. You might because that's exactly what you're doing. You are as, just as guilty as those that yet hold true to the authentic practices of this pagan satanic high day. And God is going to judge you for it and hold you accountable because you're leading his people astray. Because there are many Christians, like, like I was, that had, if you truly are born again, you're born of God. And what God rejects, your spirit man rejects it. Your spirit man is, 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 is boxing against it, is fighting against it. You might not be able to articulate it. I got the clothes. Because you, you haven't done research, so you cannot connect the intelligence with your spiritual leading. And even though I couldn't articulate as I can now, the issue God has with Halloween, but I began to separate myself from it because in my born-again spirit, in my spirit, man, I knew that God was not with that. You are now equipped to intelligently and scripturally articulate God's mind on this subject of Halloween. You have the information. You have the articulation to express God's perspective regarding the satanic day that's called Halloween. The believers, the elect of God, have no reason to participate in this devil's day whatsoever in no way, shape or form. It does not matter whether you are calling your service Hallelujah Night whether you're calling it trunk or treat versus trick or treat. Listen, it's all a trick from the enemy and there is definitely no treat. So you now have what is needed again to articulate intelligently and scripturally God's perspective on this subject of Halloween. Were you empowered? Were you challenged to think critically? Are you seeing and understanding the subject matter from God's perspective? I want to hear your answers to those questions. So email me at admin, A-D-M-I-N, at ctjohnson.org. Or if you have not, join our Facebook group. That's right. We have a Facebook group on Facebook, a Biblical Perspective podcast group, and post your responses there. Let's engage and discuss your thoughts concerning today's podcast. Also, remember to send me your two empowering points. Don't ever forget those that you were supposed to write down while listening today. Visiting the show notes in the podcast description will provide you with the email address and all other pertinent information to contact me. Thank you so much for listening. Know that I greatly appreciate every listener. Would you consider partnering with CTJM International and a Biblical Perspective podcast? Enable us to continue empowering lives. Go to ctjohnson.org slash partnership and sow your best seed today. Tune in next time as I continue to empower your thinking from God's perspective. Until then, be empowered. 
Thank you so much for joining me today on a Biblical Perspective podcast. Did today's episode empower you? If so, rate and subscribe to the podcast at cpnshows.com, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen. To learn more about me and C.T. Johnson Ministries International, visit the website at ctjohnson.org or text the letters CTJM to 855-686-1201. Also, connect with me on Instagram and Twitter at ctjmintl and Facebook at C.T. Johnson Ministries. Tune in next time as I continue to empower your thinking from God's perspective. Be empowered.